Welcome back to another episode of the Solidification Podcast. My name is Mary, spiritual coach and light leader, helping you awaken to your truth and advance on your spiritual journey. Being vulnerable was something I've always struggled with, as all of us have, some more than others. We often like to keep our guard up because we believe that to trust someone is to give them the power or ability to hurt us. But truly, no one can hurt you, and I'm talking about emotionally, spiritually, or mentally, unless you attach to the idea that you are the body. When people judge us or say something quote-unquote hurtful, our egos become defensive, we may feel less worthy, we may think something is actually wrong with us, but in reality, they're all just projections of the other person's internal pain. The way to go about this is to be like a screen door, right? When we're talking to someone who's angry and they're inflicting that on us, it's so easy to quickly react, absorb, and amplify those emotions in response. But if we're like a screen door, we catch and notice that they are nothing but projections and we let it pass through rather than internalizing the energy or emotions that are not ours to begin with. Sometimes we don't even realize it because our ego immediately is in defense mode and only cares about winning that argument. And I talk about this because growing up, we become so identified with our own personal beliefs that have been passed down the family line or influenced by society that we turn down anything else that goes against what we know. It's uncomfortable to the ego to be wrong about something or to feel rejected. And so when we get into relationships, we often have our guard up because as soon as we start to trust someone else, we give them the power to potentially hurt us. So even though we say, I trust you, let's be real, majority of us, especially millennials, I feel don't fully open up all the way because our ego wants to hold on to the leftover control or power in case we get hurt. Now, obviously, I'm not speaking for everyone. Sometimes it's easy to just trust someone when you meet the right person that makes you feel safe. But oftentimes, especially people pleasers, we hold back from expressing our truth. We hold back from opening up and being fully seen because we're afraid we'll get judged rejected or misunderstood for me i hid so much of myself my spirituality my passions my quirks my opinions my feelings because i wanted to feel like i belong i wanted to fit in i wanted to look strong so i couldn't fully be myself because my ego was scared to be vulnerable or to look weak and what i've learned especially in romantic relationships Authenticity and the freedom to be yourself is the most essential value you can offer, not just to you, but your partner. What I mean by that is, although relationships develop over time and things may seem all perfect and amazing, it's also really easy to lose yourself in the other person and the expectations of what a healthy connection may seem. Majority of the time people get comfortable right and you get so identified with your role in the relationship that you forget who you are individually apart from that you're not just a boyfriend or a girlfriend or a friend or a sibling you are your own person with your own passions and your own dreams which you can definitely work with in the relationship but when things get comfortable it sometimes gets scary to speak up about following or expressing your truth 
and going outside your comfort zone because that can mean change or fear of the unknown. Not everyone is okay with that. So many people fear codependency or facing the fact that they're in a codependent relationship. And the underlining fear of that reality is because we don't feel worthy enough or we need another person or something about that relationship to feel whole, complete, or purposeful. Turning this back around to vulnerability in order to follow through with a growth mindset, especially if you're in a committed relationship, is to not only keep working on yourself, healing your traumas, communicating your needs in a healthy manner, but also being able to trust yourself that whatever it is you want to express, either to your partner or the world, will not change your level of worthiness or make you less lovable. I've had so much of my life from my family, my friends, worrying about what they would think, being disappointed in me for not following the norm or the conventional ways of living, but that's going against my truth. I used to be so freaking afraid to speak up that I'd always say yes even when I meant no, to please everybody, and that's not living with integrity. That's not authenticity. Putting up with shit or keeping quiet to compensate others' needs before yours is suffering. So now when I feel uneasy or anxious or scared, I reach out to someone that I know will hold space for me and open up. Obviously, this is easier said than done, but we, what we often do is hold it in, suppress our feelings, and let that build up until we explode and project it on someone else or other relationships. I say this because being truthful and not being ashamed of who you are is for you, not for anyone else. Even if that trust is broken, that doesn't mean you should stop expressing your truth. Once we're fucked over, that leaves a sensitive wound that can stay like that for a very long time unless you shine loving awareness on those shadows. So this is a PSA that it's okay to be vulnerable. It's okay to be who you are. It's okay to trust as long as you have that trust in you first. And maybe that'll take time, but it starts with you. You will not attract the right people in your life that will help with your growth if you cannot even embody those values. Sometimes we can feel alone that we don't have another person to share what's on our mind to, but you are never truly alone. Reaching out can hurt the ego's pride, but when you do that, you peel another layer of who you're not so the light that you are can radiate out even more. That's how you can better show up in life and serve others, by being true to you, not having to carry any burdens that you created yourself. A year ago, Mary would only tell you like 5% of how she really feels and she would internalize her feelings so she doesn't have to be a burden on anyone, but that hurt her and her relationships in the long run. They're like bricks. They keep stacking until you can't access your feelings anymore, until you become numb. No one wants that. Now I express myself authentically, no shame. I follow what feels right for me in the moment, not caring, not caring about what other people think. Obviously, as long as it's for my highest good. And it feels so damn good. I feel lighter. I feel happier. My relationships are deepening. I'm expanding my awareness and I'm feeling more and more in love with life. How is it easy for me? It's not. It's not easy (laughs) to unlearn all the conditioning that I'm so used to. Especially if you're stubborn and hard-headed like me. 
but I know who I am now. I remember. I know what I'm worth. I know my capabilities. And it took a lot of work, a lot of inner work to get here. But you can start now. And if you've already started, I am so proud of you. Celebrate how far you've come, whether it's not reacting to the person that cut you off in traffic or not having to argue back to prove that you're right. That's a huge step because you paused and took the time to come back to the present moment and overcome your mind. Do that enough and let me tell you, miracles start to unfold in your life. Listening to this podcast alone means that you're open to looking deeper within yourself, within your life. And when you're able to speak and express and embody your truth, someone else sees that and you give them the permission to do the same. Don't be afraid to speak up. Don't be afraid to feel. To master the human experience is to fully embrace the wide array of emotions that we are blessed with. You cannot appreciate happiness without feeling sad. Same with excitement without nervousness. Love without fear. There's always that contrast, but you have the power to choose what reality you want to live. The more I live what feels true to me, the more who I really am shines through, the more abundance I attract in my life. And with that, the people who aren't meant to be in your life simply falls away. And I'm now able to attract those who support my growth because I'm anchored in who I am and how God created me to be. Perfectly whole. Being that source of love that I experience and not the body, but rather the awareness that observes life being lived through me without any attachments. When we are vulnerable with integrity, we are able to live the functions that God has gifted us with, which is to live a happy life of unconditional love. You cannot unconditionally love unless you see someone or an experience for what it is. Not the labels that your mind create about it, but just as how God created them to be. When we look at a person that is hard to trust, we attach our past associations with them, with our present moment experience. If you are self-aware, you will have compassion for the other because you know they're acting out of ego, which isn't who they really are. Just like when we look at a tree, we know it's a tree because that's what we learn from our parents or from school. We have a label and give meaning for everything in our lives. But how about if you just look at a tree as if it were the very first time you're experiencing it, not knowing what it is? How would it change your perception? Dramatically, because we don't really know what we're looking at. That's the beauty of life. Everything is a mystery. You give everything meaning. Imagining experiencing the sky for what it is, is beautiful. No labels, completely unattached to what we've been told, what the sky is, etc. It's like looking at the sunset. We're so enamored by its beauty and we don't know why. We just feel a certain way and we become so present with that experience. Or experiencing a person for who they are without any judgment. God, imagine how our world would be. That's living oneness. That's Christ consciousness. Seeing the world through the lens of love, acceptance, and compassion. There's this passage in the Bible, 1 John chapter 2, verse 15 to 17, that states, Do not love the world or the things in the world. If anyone loves the world, the love of the Father is not in him. For all that is in the world, the desires of the flesh and the desires of the eyes and pride and possessions, is not from the Father, 
but is from the world. And the world is passing away along with its desires, but whoever does the will of God abides forever. Now you can translate that in whatever way that resonates with you, but for me, that's about standing firm in the truth that as long as we attach to our egoic desires and the illusions that we are the body, the things that the world offers that we think will give us fulfillment are all impermanent and will actually cause us to suffer. Suffering is not of God. I believe in a loving God. What we think we seek is something tangible, but really it's peace. It's love. And only through God, through anchoring in on the truth of our being, will leave us full. The will of God is joy, love, and freedom. And if the word God triggers you, replace it with love. Replace it with the universe. We cannot gain that externally, for it can only be found within. So the next time you feel scared to open up, remember you're doing this for you. Have no judgments about yourself, about others. Build up the courage in expressing who you really are so you never feel boxed in. So all your healthy needs are met and reciprocated. So that Christ light or divinity can shine through. That's how you attract that loving, healthy relationship and all of the abundance that are in alignment with your soul. And by abundance, I mean happiness, peace, freedom, harmony, and unconditional love, which is all that we're really after. Good news, I'm opening up my one-on-one coaching sessions once again to those who want to advance in their spiritual journey. If you don't know where to start or you want to dive deeper into your shadow work, manifestation, finding your purpose, or reprogramming your subconscious mind, click the link in the show notes to fill a short application and get on the wait list. Or follow me on Instagram at It's Mary Q and at Soul Edification Podcast. The link will be in my bio. Uh, if you like this episode, please share, screenshot, and tag me on Instagram. And if you have any questions, feel free to email or send me a DM. Again, everything is in the show notes. I hope this served you. I see you. Thank you for doing your part in the collective and shining your light in the ways that is unique and joyful to you. It is safe to open up, obviously with proper discernment. It is safe to love. It is safe to be you. Sending oceans of love and until next week, namaste. Namaste.